Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to this week's episode of Kawaii Cast. I am Candace. And I am Tyler. And yeah, so I was really hoping to get more feedback on the Twitter for this week's episode, and we did not. The gasp. Yeah. So make sure you guys are going to check out the Twitter and responding to the questions I asked there, and we will mention you here on the podcast. And and that is at Kawaii Cast Pod. Yes. So go follow the Twitter. Yeah. I'm doing my best to be the, all about the tweets. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so other than that, is there any anime-related news? Oh, is there? <laughs> <laughs> so last weekend marked the final chapter of The Promised Neverland. Nice. Yeah. And unlike the final chapter of Demon Slayer, people aren't mad about it. All right, yeah, I see it. Yeah, people are actually, like, really heartfelt and emotional about this ending, saying, like, it was a really, really good way to end the series, and I'm still quite a few chapters behind, so I'm definitely going to have to go and pick that up again, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so it's it's always good when you find out that one of your favorite shonen series wraps things up really nicely, so. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... Don't know if the creator has any other projects in mind, or if he's just going to take a break and enjoy the anime revenue for a while. Right. But Hopefully he uh, he can live off that. Yeah, basically. So, yep. <laughs> there's, there's a thing. Yep. Uh, so here's a little bit of retro news. Shaman King... Is getting a new uh, new anime. I saw that. And I'm excited because Shaman King was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, I have seen some of the animation from it. Like, so far, what they have. And it looks incredible. Yeah, it does. It looks ambitious as hell. Right. And that's the thing. Is like, the original Shaman King was, like, such a Saturday morning cartoon when it first hit the West. I'm really excited to see what it could offer... When it's not having to concern itself with four kids. (laughs) So, it was such a Saturday morning cartoon for the West to the point of I have not been able to find a DVD of it Mm -hmm. that has more than the first, like, three episodes. Yeah, eventually it got canceled in the West. And that was all... The, the four kids dub, which everyone knows is usually pretty bad. Yeah, they eventually canceled it because it got to the point where four kids didn't know how to censor it anymore. I think particularly there was one particular arc where the younger kid, I forget his name, but the one with the bull cut, uh, he was abducted by like a crazy scientist who dissects him while he's alive. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's conscious during the entire thing. Oh, man. <laughs> Four kids terrible. was like, we don't know how to do this. <laughs> They're just like, uh, yeah, that's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shaman King, it's like uh, JoJo's, but not JoJo's. It's fantastic, guys. Like, go check it out if you have not seen Shaman King. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. I do like Shaman King a lot, actually. So, I'm pretty excited for its return. Yeah. Getting the... What is it called now? The Brotherhood Treatment? Yeah. Yeah. So. And I don't think it really got as much attention as it should have even when it was coming out here in the West. Cause... Well, it's so weird because, like... The the people I knew who who did like it like lo- like liked it you mm-hmm. know like it was it was incredible and everyone that I knew that was into it really thought it needed to continue and it just because it left off on like a cliffhanger here in the West yeah <clears throat> it was the same thing with uh, Hikaru Nogo as well like very underrated. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one that I mentioned deserves a remake, actually. I don't I don't think I watched the anime to hook I didn't, I didn't watch the anime either, but I read the manga. I did read some of the manga, and I did like it, and then, yeah. I, yeah, I think that was one that I mentioned needs a new adaptation. So, yeah. I'm pretty excited about 
that. All of that? All of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the last really big piece of news, and this is probably the biggest one that I really wanted to talk about this week, is uh, people have basically been highlighting a studio in Japan that is run by American artists. Uh, is, is that the one that's run by the, the person of color? Yeah. The persons of color? Yeah. I don't know who all... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure uh, what the politically correct term for it is because, I mean, normally here in America we just say, like, African-American, but... Yeah, they're they black, are... African-American. Yeah, but they are Japanese citizens, but they are American as well, so they, they have dual citizenship. Anyway, so they have a studio called, and I don't know if it's D-Art or D-Art, because it's D-apostrophe-Art. Uh, I'm going to say D-Art. And I'm definitely going to mess up the second word, uh, shitajio? Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, dart, sh wow. Yeah, there's, it's like shitajio. It's just S-H-T, there's no I, it's just shitajio. Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce that studio. Uh, but yeah, I did do a little bit of research. The founder has actually worked on numerous anime in the past, he did the background art in several of the Naruto arcs. Uh, he worked on Tokyo Ghoul. Uh, quite a few big name titles. He's 32. So really... That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of accomplishments for... Um, I'm looking forward to see what, seeing what they put out. Yeah, so just kind of going through their website, I'm not sure if they have any actual like full-blown series that they're working on right now. But they have, like, some shorts and stuff. Yeah, they do have... It looks like they're working on a few shorts. It looks like they've also done some commercial work. And they mostly have just contributed to existing series. Like, they do, like, some of the artwork for it. Or they're basically, like, do commission for a series. As opposed to being the studio behind an anime. Okay. So, I don't know if the studio will get the traction and the funding to create something of their own, but I would love to see them do it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because one of the things that they are striving for is showing that anime can tell stories from the perspective of Americans and create something that truly does feel like it came from the West as opposed to being so centric on Japanese culture and themes. Basically, they said, if anime is not going to bring the diversity, we're going to bring the diversity to Japan. Yeah. So. Let's do it. Yeah, so I I definitely will be following these guys, and I hope that I can recognize some of their work, at least even in the small or short term. Yeah. And maybe we'll see something big from them in the future. So make sure you guys go show support to them, follow them on Twitter, or check out their website. Or even just read up on them. Do you happen to know their Twitter um, handle? I'd have to look it up. I will post it by the uh, end of... Or actually post it on our Twitter. Okay. Because that will make it easier. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> so so go check out at KawaiiCastPod so you can find out stuff about the other anime studio. Yeah. I That made it sound like we're an anime studio. We're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> just so that's clear yeah okay yeah they are more professional than we are <laughs> uh by leaps and bounds yep so yeah that was the biggest thing i really wanted to talk about on this segment and with that i think we could go ahead and get into the main topic of our episode yeah so normally let's do that yeah normally at the end of the season we do a big seasonal wrap-up where we've talked about like all of the anime that we watched that season and Maybe talk about what we're looking forward to next season or whatever, but I didn't realize it was the end of the season until, like, two days ago. Uh, I mean, normally the the summer season starts in July, and we're only halfway through June, so it's like, I felt like there's still, you know, two more weeks or so yeah, to, there, before the end of the season. There are a few shows that are wrapping up this week or next week still, but for the most part, we... Especially with such a limited number of shows, we have reached the end of the season. Yeah. But the thing is, I watched, like, three shows this season, and I know you watched more, but I don't think you want to be the entire person talking. 
uh, in the wrap-up episode. I, I hardly talk anyways. Yeah, so I don't know if we have enough to talk about for a full episode. So we might mention later things that we watched this season. But there was really only one show that both of us watched. And both of us really enjoyed. And that was the big one that everybody was talking about before the season started. And that was Tower of God. Mm-hmm. And... Let's talk about Tower of God. Tower of God, yeah. So this show is a goddamn roller coaster of a show. It it is. It's got highs and lows, and yeah, it's there's there's a lot. Yeah, and I actually had a cast list pulled up a minute ago, and then I closed it. And then you idiot, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so this. It's probably good because. Uh, I am terrible at names. I, I am know, too. <laughs> I know I know Rack because he's my favorite. And then everyone else is Blue Turtle and Black Turtle. <laughs> I know Bam because <laughs> Bam. Yeah, Bam. And uh, Rachel because, God, we hear that name a lot in this show. <laughs> right. Rachel! Rachel! I believe she's Yellow Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, fucking she's know. She's something. Anyway... <laughs> So the reason why this show was such a big deal is because this does not originate from Japanese source material, but originates, I believe, from it's either Chinese or Korean source material originally. Yeah, so something like that. It does originate from a basically an indie comic that started on the platform Webtoons. Mm-hmm. And Webtoons is basically something that's just like, if you have an idea... You could post it up here. If it's good, you'll get money for it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if it's bad, it just sits here kind of like fan fiction on Archive Your Own. <laughs> or fanfiction.net. Nobody knows what fanfiction.net is anymore. Anymore. Time. That's fair. What am I thinking? <laughs> it's now Archive Your Own. Archive Your Own. But yeah, so Webtoons is a great platform because it means that a lot of artists that normally wouldn't get published can basically self-publish. And a lot of really popular series have come from this, and I know we were giving Webtoons crap about this, you know, 12 weeks ago, but Tower of God was one that got a lot of attention and traction, and Crunchyroll basically saying, we're making this into an anime, we've already got in touch with the studio, we are Yeah, it was, it was basically... It. Uh a partnership between Crunchyroll and Webtoons to to get it done. Yeah, and it's the first of three that Crunchyroll is doing. So the success of Tower of God really kind of showed whether or not this is something that is going to continue to be pursued. And not just that, but Netflix also got the license to create another Webtoons series, and I believe that will be coming out later this year. Uh, what's that one that I keep seeing that's, like, it's about the, the Greek gods and goddesses? I forget the name of it, but that's the one that Netflix got the license for. Okay. Yeah, so Netflix will be adapting that one into a series, I think, this year. And then Crunchyroll has two more that they're bringing. I believe the next one is next season, actually. Okay. So, yeah, this was kind of a big deal, because this looks like anime, and it feels like anime, and it sounds like anime, and... It quacks like a duck, but it's not from Japan, and it was never originated to be It never intended to be what it has become. Yeah, so getting an anime adaptation of a self-published comic, that's kind of the dream. It's actually kind of cool. It makes me wonder... What what kind of like royalties is the the creator like the original artist and like what are they getting? Yeah, you know, because I'm sure they had to have gotten, you know, some some sort of deal. Yeah, actually, that does make me curious. I think you'd have to go through uh, Webtoon's user agreement as far as like what you give up when you publish a comic through them. Yeah. But yeah, it is a really, like, big thing, though, because I actually have, like, somebody, an artist I've been following for a little over a year now, and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but 
Uh, I even shared it on the Twitter, but she actually just barely got a comic published to Webtoons. And it's freaking great. Like, her art is so detailed and so incredible. Like, it blows my mind that she's never been published before that. Yeah. So, maybe one day I'll be watching an anime adaptation of her comic. (laughs) Wouldn't that be nice? And I'll be like, I knew this artist before this series was a thing. (laughs) Like... Like, I'd never met them, but I've been following them, and I was, like, one of her first fans, and so it's kind of a cool thing, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure there's people that read Tower of God way back when it first hit Webtoons. Maybe they saw it as, like, a Facebook ad or something and decided to go check it out, and now they're just like, oh my god, I was, like, one of the first ten subscribers seems way, to this webcomic. It seems way better than the Webtoons ads I get. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I get such awful ads for Webtoon comics. Yeah, they're they're so bad for me. Yeah. Like, uh But yeah, I just think there's there's definitely people out there that were reading this comic back when it only had like maybe like ten, fifteen subscribers to it and it was super early and maybe they were like, Oh, I, I should get my friend to read this because this is totally up their alley or whatever and Yeah. Now it's an anime on Crunchyroll that has a high it's production. It's kind of impressive. Value. It's it's pretty neat. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't suppose you know how accurate the anime adaptation is to the comic. I just barely started reading the comic today, so <laughs> I do not. Okay. I do know that the comic is way long at this point. Yeah. Like season one of I, the anime doesn't even cover season one of the manga. Okay. <laughs> I should say comic. It's not a manga, but yeah, it's long and it's very different looking like the art style is almost yeah i i know i have seen an ad for the the tower of god webtoons comic Mm -hmm. i I think it was because it was like i was searching for tower of god anime and you know how your phones listen to you yeah (laughs) and so they're just like oh man this guy's interested in this so let's let's give him this ad so i did i did see an ad for it and it was very different it did not even look like the same thing it's very jarring like and i i kind of flipped through the chapters to see like if i could pick up where the anime left off i'll probably start from the beginning just for the sake of not feeling like i'm picking up randomly but i already scoured through like the first 63 chapters and Still not quite caught up to the 12 episode run. Holy fuck. Yeah. So the pacing of it is, I think, really, really good, all things considered. How does, uh, how does Webtoons do, do their publishing? Like, is it basically, uh, the, the creators can just upload more content whenever they feel like it? Or is it more like shonen jump where they push the creators to update every week or something so i think it's mostly independent don't quote me on that but i do think there is a process that they have to like go through to before it could be uploaded like you upload it and then it like takes a certain amount of time before it actually makes it onto the website okay like i do know that my friend's comic that i'm reading uh on webtoons it only has the first few pages available but then on her own private website, it has 15 pages available. Okay. Whereas, like, the comic is more formatted for the Webtoons reading, but the fact that there's more content on her website, and she announces that there will be a page up every single Tuesday, where I think with Webtoons, she's holding off until she has the chapter done before okay. publishing it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so I do think it is more independent. Okay. Do not quote me on that, though, because I am not an artist on Webtoons. <laughs> so yeah. I can only go based off of the three whole comics that I'm reading on there now. Ah, oh, three. Yeah. Man. I do know the one about the Greek gods. People do say that that one updates pretty regularly. Okay. So. But yeah. Let's talk about what this series is about. You know, I'm still not entirely sure, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, it's it, there still isn't much revealed. Yeah, it seems like all we really know is there's 
they call it a tower, which is basically a series of tests that, uh, you know, combatants, I say, we'll call them, Mm -hmm. have to go through in order to try to climb to the top. Yeah. And I guess once you reach the top, you get a wish or something? Yep, you get a wish. And if you successfully climb to the top of the tower and you make your wish... You also basically become one of the people that tests other people. Yeah, you become like an administrator. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Like I said, there still seems to be a lot of secrets. Yeah, we've already learned a lot of the lore as well, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, The series starts basically with... Like, the story about a girl who was so desperate to see the stars that she decided to climb the tower by herself. And we realize that this girl is the character Rachel, who we hear a lot about in this series. Uh, yes. So, Bam is the uh, Attack on Titans Mikasa of, <laughs> of Tower of God. Erin! Yeah, Erin! Except it's Rachel! Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you could say it. He's a simp. He's a simp. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a simp because Rachel's literally the only human being he has any memory of. He was basically living underground his entire life with no memories and no idea how he got there or no idea of how long he'd been there. And one day a girl finds him and teaches him about the world and tells him that they're really, like, even though there is a surface, they are kind of so far down that they can't see the sky. So you can't see stars or anything like that. And so she tells him, like, my dream is that one day I'll see, you know, the sky and I'll get to see the stars. Yeah. So that's her reasoning for wanting to climb the tower. And she basically abandons him. And she's like... Don't follow me. I'm going alone because she's, she's, she's like, "Fuck you." I know you're. I'm your only friend, but I'm. I'm gonna do this alone. But stars. But stars. Yeah, and clearly she she has something more important to her mm-hmm. than yeah. Not to mention that really only one person can reach the top of the tower. At a time. Yeah, uh, one person so... can reach the top, and it is revealed that uh, if. Like, you can't enter the tower if you know someone else who has gone in the tower or something like that. It's, it's You it's, have to be invited to the tower. It has some weird rules to it. Yeah. Uh, there's no way to really just, like, walk into the tower and be like, I'm going to climb this bitch. You have to be invited. Yeah. And the people that are invited are considered regulars. They're part of this elaborate kingdom that we are slowly learning about through the eyes of Bam. And they've all basically, they all have their reason for why they want to reach the top of the tower, but they've all basically been presented this opportunity to climb as an alternative to the shitty situation that they were in. So even though they know they could easily die doing this, they're like the alternative is that I just become a failure or I die. Like, some people were actually going to die anyway, so they're like, I might as well die trying to climb I this might tower. as well give it a shot to achieve my dream. Yeah. So, most people, they are given a choice, but not much of one. Yeah. As far as Rachel and Bam, though, both of them managed to find their own way in and are what is considered irregulars. Meaning that they opened the door to the tower themselves. Yeah. So, and... We haven't quite figured out the reason why irregulars are considered such a bad thing. But even if you support an irregular climbing the tower, you basically become a traitor. Yeah. Um, so, a little bit of spoiler alert here. Uh, from from what it seems, it, it's revealed that at one point, like, one of the administrators says something along the lines of, hey, the tests are designed to weed out people who could be a threat to the tower mm-hmm. so so it's it, it's it's i feel the 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 irregulars are who are powerful enough to force their way in basically mm-hmm. are 
powerful enough to maybe even just destroy the whole tower. Maybe. So maybe that's just a speculation on my part. Yeah. So yeah, we still don't have a ton of information about like what this tower is. We don't even know about the world that this tower exists in. Because, again, we've only really seen everything we've seen through the eyes of Bam, who has literally been living under a rock his entire life. (laughs) Quite literally. (laughs) So, all of the betrayals, all of the information, everything is stuff that we learn from his perspective. So, we are just as blind to everything as he is. With some exception. We do see a little bit of, like, behind the curtain a little bit, but... Yeah. Yeah. We also do learn that one of the really big deal things in this world is that the very first person to climb the tower made a wish to become king of the world, basically. And since he doesn't really want to, like, pass on his genes as he is so powerful, he decides to basically just kind of adopt daughters... And declares them princesses. Yeah. And he gives each of his princesses, you know, power as well. So they become warriors who can do whatever they want in this world. But he bans them from having relationships or getting married because he fears that if they have children, those children will spread out that magic and spread out those powerful genes. So, basically, if you become a princess for him, you give up your life you become a part of the family yeah you you trade your free will for power uh sounds like uh, a mob boss yeah (laughs) but they live good lives so that just makes it sound even more like a mob boss (laughs) yeah so this is a really big key element in the series because we do find out that there is one princess who actually has successfully climbed the tower and she's the first person that Bam meets in the tower. Uh I guess second technically. Yeah, he does meet the god, doesn't he? He he meets the I don't know if you call him a god, the the weird thing at the beginning. I think he's a god. It's like the maybe he is. Yeah. Uh I don't know what it's called, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a god. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. Yeah, so basically the first person he meets is this princess whose name is Hayuri. Mm-hmm. And she is a badass motherfucker, all right? <laughs> like, She's great. There's I, do a love, reason, I do like her. There's a reason why she climbed the tower already. She can step on me, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. You're sick. She can step on you, too. Uh, if she could, doesn't mean I'd enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> she won't allow it you to not. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think she might be my favorite female character in the series, especially because Rachel's just not a great female character. Uh, I know, after today's episode. After, like, the whole freaking series. Like, I just... I'm like, uh. I felt like she was getting better these last couple episodes, and then this last one, it's just like, ugh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just like, bam, come on, like, really? And there's even other characters that are just like, bam, really? This girl? This is really? the girl? Her? You're climbing this tower of death to for her? Really? Uh... So I think my favorite female character is probably, uh, what's her name? Anak? Anak? I knew she'd be your favorite, to be honest. She's so precious. You have a type. What is that supposed to mean? You have a type. Just because my type is apparently lizards (laughs) in this show. I mean, you have a type in general. You tend to go for, like, the small, like, oh my gosh, she's precious, even though she's not. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> You're just like, oh, look at her. She's so little and cute, and I love her. And she just like, I fucking hate uh, The point is, <laughs> when she's revealed, she's kind of revealed to be pretty awesome. Like She is awesome. I enjoy me a nice girl who can kick some ass, okay? 
Yeah, and that's what we got with Yuri, so... (laughs) Fair. She could kick your ass by glaring at you. (laughs) She doesn't even need to go near you. It's just the look. Uh, And I like that she basically bosses, like, her, like, two servants around, and they're both just like, we would die for you. (laughs) And she's like, do it then. And I love her. She is great. (laughs) I also like that her sword basically has a woman spirit inside of it that refuses to talk to her because she only talks to cute men. Right. And I'm like, me too, sword. Me too. First first instance of it, she's like, here, okay, bam, I guess you can borrow this sword. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll return it to you. And then, like, he grabs the sword and the sword's like, oh, hey, you're kind of cute. I'll lend you my powers. But you're useless. But you're adorable. So (laughs) I'll get you out of this. (laughs) Basically, right? Yeah. Bam is ridiculously cute. I know he gets a lot of shit because he's a simp. Yeah. He's a simp. He's, he's doesn't do a whole lot. He uses his simp powers to just be like, Rachel! And everybody's like, really? Really, Pam? Really? And that's like his whole character arc is just like, yeah, really? <laughs> okay. Okay, but have you seen her? <laughs> like, there are so many girls in this show. You could, you could pick any of them. You, hell, you could pick any of the boys in this show. I mean, they're all into you, too. Like... Really gonna go for her? <laughs> for reals. So yeah, like, we don't know what Rachel's deal is. I don't know what her problem... I don't know what Rachel's malfunction is. She needs to figure it out, though. She needs to sit down. She needs to talk about her feelings. She needs she, to share her dream journal. I don't know. She just... She needs to do something. Like, can we... We'll all sit around with several pints of ice cream. All right, we'll, we'll sort this shit out, Rachel, but just... You gotta talk to us. Girl! <laughs> For reals. Like, like, we want we want to believe there's something there worth, like, writing off as a good character. I'm, Bam says you're great, alright? Like, I just, now I just want to see all of, like, Bam's friends just, like, go, over, go to Rachel and be like, Yo, we heard what you did to Bam, and you need to, like, settle down. Girl, you okay? We're, we're gonna, like, help you through this, girl. We're here to support you, okay? We love you. Alright, like, all of the girls in the show start now, off as... Now, normally, I would beat your ass for being a bitch, but Bam seems to like you, so, like, we're gonna have to communicate this through. You know, and I'm here to do anything for my girl Bam, alright? Like... <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, all the girls in the show really kind of come off as, like, bitchy at first. Like, and then in the end, they're just like, we girl pals now. We're hanging out. Yeah. We're doing lunch later. Oh, my God. Let's 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 go shopping. <laughs> oh, my God, shoes. Oh, my God, shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think probably one of the best things about the series, though, is his character. I do think Bam is adorable. Like, he- I know people hate him. But he's adorable. He is adorable. And he is very much a simp. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I think he's made progress. I do he's, too. He's come a long way from being that weak little thing that crawled out from under a rock. Yeah. Now he's like sometimes strong. Yeah. Yeah. I, that brings me to probably my favorite character in the entire series, and I think most people would assume this is my favorite character, but that's Kuhn. Blue Turtle. Yep. So, Kuhn is... Kuhn is me, honestly. Like, when it comes to Bam, <laughs> he's just like, oh, sweetie, you sit down and here's a crown, all right? You be a good boy. You just hang out there, just, all right? Just, just sit there and look pretty with we'll this take, crown on. We'll take care of it, all right? You just... You be good. You want a chocolate bar? I got chocolate bars. You want one? Yeah, all right. Get you ice cream later. <laughs> Good kid. I love Kun. <laughs> I am shocked. Shocked. <laughs> I know. Well, not that shocked. I know. I I was definitely one of the people blowing up the internet when Kun put his hair in a ponytail. Like he <laughs> broke the internet. I'm just saying. 
Uh, like everybody's like, wow, this Tower of Gods show is pretty good. Like it's it's got a decent story. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it yet. And then it was like Coon's like ponytail, and everybody's like, oh my god. And that was my Twitter for like an entire week. Now so. now all you need is for him to put on glasses. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I yeah, he's he's just great. He's got one of the coolest abilities in the series. He's smart, and he's pretty. And he's kind of a bitch, but not to Bam. Yeah. Like, I would rather have somebody who's a bitch to everybody but Bam than have somebody who's just a bitch to Bam. Right? Like, <laughs> like Bam needs to be protected at all costs, and Kuhn is like, I am your mother now, okay? Like, <laughs> uh, Listen, Bam, I'm going to take you under my wing, and I'm going to protect you. <laughs> he's like, we well, don't need her. And there's even one point where he even kind of like hides the fact that Rachel's around from Bam because he's just like she's she's not good enough for him like what the fuck <laughs> everyone recognizes it yeah. except Bam <laughs> yeah. fuck Bam is just like I really like having this bear trap on my arm Coon's like no sweetie you really don't all right like... <laughs> so yeah Coon he's He's just, he's great, all right? He's, admit he's great. He's great. He's great. Yeah. I like, he's, he's too smart for his own good, and then anytime any character's just like, aha, I outsmarted you, he's like, did you? Did you, though? I mean, let's, sit down, sit down. Let's talk about whether or not you outsmarted me, all right? I got a minute, because my plan is going pretty good right now. Just, just sit so... down, sit down. Do you I'm... want a chocolate bar? I got chocolate bars. Sit down. I have a 27-minute PowerPoint presentation to explain to you why you're wrong. And my plan will still work because that's just how far uh, far ahead of the game I am. Like I think the only time Kuhn ever really genuinely struggled was in the challenge where they basically just had to find two teammates and the only person left was rock rock rack is my favorite and he's just like how do i convince this snapping lizard to be my teammate how do i convince this <laughs> stupid lizard to be my teammate because all he wants to do is fight me yeah <laughs> so yeah i think that's the most challenge kun has ever had that and the doors yeah which i won't spoil what happens with the doors but i I definitely relate in that scenario because I'm also an overthinker. And he was sitting there just like, okay, I gotta put all of the pieces together. I got People are lying to me. There's some kind of trick. There's something crazy. And then Rock figures it out. Rock, the, the dumb one. That's why he's my favorite. Yeah. I love him. He's so stupid. Yeah. I also like that really Kuhn could have coerced him to join their group in the first place if he just realized... That he has chocolate. Right. <laughs> he's like, do you want a chocolate bar? He's like, what is this? And he's like, I want nothing but this. Feed me this for the rest of my life. And I like that he's basically like, your bag is an infinite chocolate machine. And he's just like, <laughs> it's more than that. What the f <laughs> That's all that matters is the infinite chocolate, okay? So Kuhn has this incredible bag that not only is it like bigger on the inside it has the TARDIS effect but anything that goes into it I'm not sure if it includes organic material but anything that goes into it can be duplicated yeah he can basically copy it yeah and he could also just get rid of all the copies whenever he wants yeah so he uses this to basically make as much chocolate as rock can eat which, which is a lot of which chocolate. Which is a lot of chocolate. <laughs> uh, him being a lizard folk, is, is is that dangerous for him, I guess? <laughs> I don't know if chocolate's bad for lizards. It's bad for dogs. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I also really like that uh, Kuhn will just be like, anytime Rock is being annoying or he'll be like, like, why don't I get new clothes? He'd be like, oh, next time I'm in the pet store, I'll find you something, all right? Oh, like, come geez. on, God. He didn't go shopping with us. Yeah. He's like, he's like, bam, I got you new clothes. I got you. I just completely 
I'm fixing all of this. And then Rock's just like, why don't I get new clothes? Like, there was no pet store around, all right? Just sit down. <laughs> Have a chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's so condescending to Rock all the time. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Also, I think Rock is pretty much everybody's favorite character. That's that's fair. He's a great character because he starts off and everybody's like, oh, well, this is this is clearly just a monster background character that's just going to get killed in this test or whatever. It's going to be an obvious, like, good guy versus bad guy fight against him. And then he becomes their ally. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> For reals. Like, he's dumb. He, he's He's dumb. He just wants to fight, yeah. is the thing. He just wants to prove that he's strong. He's also the type that brags about everything when it goes his way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he was the only person who, like, passed a test without having to go through a trial. Uh, no, one of the other spear people did as well. We don't know that that person exists. They vanished. Uh, okay, that they, I, they did vanish. I genuinely think that that person was created by Rachel. Because it vanished after something happened to Rachel that I won't spoil. That's true, huh? Yeah, and then when they asked later, like, uh, Rachel's teammate, like, who was that person? And she's like, I don't know. I found him and Rachel together when I first met them interesting yeah so i don't think he's real okay yeah that's weird yeah <laughs> so yeah I, I i'm pretty sure that she created him like we don't really know what rachel's ability is yet yeah and we also know that she also has Appar a big obsession with chocolate and so did that creature apparently she's powerful i guess yeah <laughs> Yeah, she sure as hell doesn't show it. Yeah. So yeah, like, we, we don't know what her deal is. Like, I'm telling you, she just needs to sit down, we'll bring chocolate, we'll bring some tea. Some chocolate, some ice cream, some tea. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about this, alright? We'll watch movies, we'll all be good, okay? Also, I am genuinely curious because in, like, several layers in the tower, you actually do see the sky... And they do confirm that is the sky. Do they not have stars? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> like this whole premise of like, I need to get to the top of the tower so I can see stars. I'm like, is there seriously no stars? Like at this point? Uh, maybe, maybe it's like um, winter in the Salt Lake Valley where there's just so much smog. You can't <laughs> see any stars. Well, you can see clouds. Like it's pretty blue. So yeah, I, I, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not sold on the whole star thing at this point. Uh, see, star is a, a code word for Rachel for something. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know what she actually wants. Yeah, Rachel is, Rachel. She's a mess. It's all there the girl is to ate it. nothing but apples for weeks, alright? She... I think that was because she was poor. She should have had as much money as her teammate, though. And technically, since we do have the theory that the other guy was created by her, he should also have his own set of points. Yeah. Also, the only thing we see him eat is chocolate, which we also see her eat. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she just seemed antisocial. Yeah, she's just weird. Yeah, we seriously don't know shit about her. But, uh, her teammate, though, is one of my other favorite female characters. Like, this series has really good female characters, in my opinion. It does. And that is in Dorsey, who is actually also one of the princesses. Uh, she's, she's the one that, at first, is like, no, I don't need any friends, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, her reasoning wasn't necessarily that she didn't need friends. It's that to her, she doesn't believe men and women can be friends. That men and women are designed to be romantically compatible. And since it was the guys asking her to be a friend, 
she's just like, sorry, I can't get romantically involved with anybody. And they're like, okay, but we're not asking you for that. We're asking you to be our friend. And she's like, men and women can't be friends. That's ridiculous. God, woman, I don't want to fuck you. I just want to yeah. talk. And then later they're like, we'll buy you rice. And she's like, all right, men and women can be friends. <laughs> Is that all it takes to be friends? And Sometimes. Just, just buy a woman some rice. Sometimes. <laughs> if they're stubborn like that. All right. I really, really like the uh, rivalry between her and Anok as well. Yeah. And I love how they're, like, they develop as characters. Because at first it seems like they genuinely, like, hate each other with every fiber of their being. And then it becomes more of a rivalry than a hate. Yeah. And I'm like, it feels so natural and well-developed, and they gal pals now. Yeah, they're gonna get lunch together and they're go shopping. They're gonna get lunch together, shopping. I also really love uh, Shibisu. He's the one with the purple tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's um, a moron. He's... I, I want to see him have a dumb off with Rack and see who is <laughs> stupider. Oh, Rock, easily. They're different levels of dumb. Okay. They're also different types of dumb. He's, uh, they're both cocky, though, to be fair. Yeah. I want to know what Shibisu's deal is, necessarily, because it doesn't seem like he was really, like, in the same qualification as some of these other characters to be there, and that he just kind of feels like an ordinary human. And a lot of it, like, even though he is super ordinary compared to everybody else, he still has, like, this confidence, like, he's the best. And I want to know, like, did he want to be here? Or is he forced to be here? And he's just trying to make the best out of a bad situation? Or uh, what his deal is? Uh, spoiler alert, at the end of the series, he's going to be the red herring. I'm just... <laughs> I kid, of course, since I haven't read the, the comic, I have no idea. And then, so, Anak, him, and the character I thought was going to be my favorite character of the series, and he's definitely up there, uh, Hats. Uh, he's, he's the guy with the two katana, right? Yeah. Yes, I do like him. I really like him. I thought he was going to be my favorite. And I love that him and my favorite hate each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But they hate each other in a way of, like, I don't want you to die. I just want you to know that I don't like you. Kind of hate each other. Yeah, right. Like, I don't hate you enough to kill you, but I hate you enough to just not want to be around you. Or I'm just going to be honest around you. It's like me and Peck. Like, if you can just go sit on the other end of the cafeteria, yeah. I don't have to <laughs> smell you. I We're good. I also really like when Hats gets drunk. And he immediately apologizes to Bam. He's like, I want to be your friend. <laughs> Everyone wants to be Bam's friend. Everybody wants to be Bam's friend, except for Rachel. <laughs> Who goes out of her way to be a bitch. Yeah, like seriously. Bam is precious, and he must be protected at all costs, because we all love him. Look at those eyes. How can you look at those eyes and not be like, ah? Right. All right. Right. I'm going to go buy you an ice cream cone. Sit there. <laughs> Back. <laughs> He's a good boy. He's just doing his best. I, I think the reason everyone wants to protect Bab <laughs> is because he's just so naive. Yeah. He's just that character that you're like, ugh. You poor thing. Even a lot of like the, I have to protect you. Even a lot of the people that are like doing the tests are just kind of like, all right, you can sit with me. Come here, let's hang out. Like, right, like, like with the uh, one of the first tests where the guy made the the wall of Shinsu and just yeah. pushed everyone <laughs> back and and he's like, okay, now to pass this test, you got to get through this wall of Shinsu. And then and, Bam's like, the and, wall didn't push me back. Should <laughs> I go over there? <laughs> The guy doing the test is just like, oh, no, hon. Come, let's have a chat. <laughs> no, you You're can, good. You come sit up here on the big seat with me, all right? <laughs> Get you a big boy chair. It's great. Right. <laughs> and that was uh, Lero Row. Or Lero Row. Yeah. Yeah. I like Lero Row. He's cool. He is. This weird makeup. 
<laughs> There's always that one. Every anime has that one character with weird makeup. And then also, uh, they put you in this show, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the sleeping guy? Yeah, Pawn. <laughs> I do like him. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first time we watched this, I was like, God, Tyler's gonna want to cosplay Pawn. I just know it. Uh, it would make, uh, an easy cosplay, yeah. I think. <laughs> just basically a blanket? Yeah. Yeah. I also like that how he becomes friends with Bam. Right. Because at first he's just like, God, this guy's so weak. We're just, we're never gonna click. And then, like, the next day, one of the other characters has stolen uh, Pond's pillow and is drooled all over it. He's like, no, my pillow, it's been it's ruined. Been, it's been soiled. I'll never be able to sleep again. And then Bam gives him, like, a temporary pillow and offers to wash his pillow. And he's just like, I'm going to teach you the ways to fight. <laughs> like, I'm going to turn you into a god. You're, you're my best friend now. <laughs> Everyone else here can suck it, but you... I'm we gonna, cool. <laughs> I'm gonna teach you things. I also really like the little girl that hangs out with him all the time. That, like, she doesn't really have a lot of, like, fighting ability, but she, like, has her own, like, little animals that she controls. Yeah, she's a, what did they call her? Like a, uh, not tamer, but... Uh, I, I forget. <laughs> Yeah, I forget too. Yeah, I also don't see her on the list of characters, which is weird because she is kind of one of the finalists. Yeah. So. Well, finalists of this group. Yeah. But yeah, I like her. She's cute. She carries all the spears for everybody. <laughs> right. I also really like that, like, they didn't really know what she could do when they were, like, planning, like, their whole plan. And so Kuhn's just like, stand by. And she's like, got it! <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. And she, like, stood by with Pawn because he was asleep. Uh, just, just protect Pawn, I guess. Just, just make sure he doesn't roll over in his sleep. Like, I knew Pawn was gonna be, like, the absolute badass of this series because, I mean, he's just casually asleep all the time. Yeah. And, I'm like, he, he's got some secret power behind him or whatever, and you we were right. <laughs> we were right. Yeah, you could call that one. Yeah. From a mile away. He's great, though. <laughs> like, that's the thing I really like about the series. Even though we don't know a whole lot about the world yet, we don't know a whole lot about the actual plot, even to this point. This is such a heavy character-driven story. And I think it's easy to pick your favorites. And unlike things like Attack on Titan, where you're just like, Oh god, my favorite's gonna die the next episode. It's a possibility, but it feels like it's a little bit easier to tell when your favorite character is going to die. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to kill Rock Off, so I, th I, I think... I, I, hope, I hope they're not going to kill Rock Off soon. Yeah. I, I think he's still currently in the comics, so... Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I just... I, I think the main three boys, we could all feel pretty rest assured they're going to be making it pretty far up this tower. Yeah. And Bam's going to make his way up this tower just by making friends. Uh, see, clearly... And getting eaten by fish. Clearly, the tower was a metaphor for the friendships you make along the way. <laughs> the real stars were the friendship we made along the way. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck the stars. <laughs> Don't fuck your stars. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, let's... Let's point out the fact that the very first friend that Bam made was a sword. Yeah. And then the second friend he made was the woman who gave him the sword. Who is probably his most politically powerful friend. Because she's just basically like, you yeah, know, I can just get you up this tower. Like... I've already done this. I practically live here. Right. Nobody's gonna say no to me because I'm fucking... I'm the princess of this whole place. I'm, I'm like the top princess plus, like, I've already climbed this tower. Yeah. So, people can just fuck off. Right? And that is why I love her. And then, you know, he immediately makes friends with a kid with a bag. Kid with it. And a lizard who wants to eat him. Yes. I don't think he wants to eat him, just fight him. 
He, he, he did say he wanted to eat him. I okay. think when they first met. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And he's he's friends with literally everybody he meets. And they're just like, wow, this kid is great. Look at him. He's, he's just great. He's and precious. He's so naive. And I want to protect him. Yeah. And then Rachel's just like, oh, this kid again. Fuck. All right. So, yeah. So, we are going to talk a little bit about spoilers here. Just because I really want to rant about this last episode. Yeah. Not only did we not get anywhere, we got nowhere with this episode. Zero progress. But we also learned that Rachel is willing to lie about being a paraplegic, and that's just not shit you do. Right? All right? Like, she's stealing handicapped parking spaces and Um, pushing Bam off of a fucking... What what got me, though... (laughs) Was she had her held head tilted forward with her bangs covering her eyes like a hentai protagonist? Yeah. Like, you don't do that, woman. You're clearly not willing to sleep with people. <laughs> Unless there's stars. Unless there's stars. Yeah, so the episode ends with her and Bam, like, basically completing this trial that. It's supposed to be ridiculously hard, although the whole trial was just sit there and let your friends do all the work. Right? So, <laughs> sorry, I'm... I am gonna rant here for a second. <laughs> the whole test was like, hey, only you can participate in this because you're an irregular. And then they're like, okay, you just sit there and have your friends do shit. Which is like I'm telling you, everybody that meets Bam is just like we're giving you a we're giving you a big boy chair. Just sit there. I will buy you an ice cream cone, <laughs> sweetie. You don't have to lift a finger, okay? Okay, but seriously, like like it was very clear that like, hey, only irregulars can do this. And then what does the irregular do? Jack shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oli and her regular can sit in a chair and wait for a monster to eat him. <laughs> Such bullshit. So yeah, so they're about to finish this test. And then he's just like, Rachel, I know that you can't walk, but I'll be your legs. We'll get you to the top. And the whole reason they're taking this ridiculously hard test is because Rachel's in a wheelchair. And he's just like, I... I promise I'll work harder so that way you can climb the tower and see the stars and we'll get there together. And then she pushes him off the she fucking just, she chair. Just, she just stands up and pushes him off the chair. And she's like, who are you calling handicap? Oh, shit, yeah, sorry, I'm handicapped. Just, she is handicapable. Just, just leaves him to drown. Yeah. God. And then we get the really good ending song and then that's it. Uh, the ending song with uh, continued anime with story, with, with credit. Yeah. Continued story with credit roll. Yeah, it was like, you know, kind of like a Fly Me to the Moon sequence where he's just, like, drowning in water. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, taking it old school with this anime AD. Yeah, I really like the song that's the ED, but I really hated the ED because the whole thing was just Rachel, and I'm like, God, this girl again. Really, Bam? Really? This is the girl? Go go find yourself one of your your nice princesses. You know, three yeah, of them. Yeah, there's three princesses. Like, At least one of them likes you. <laughs> right? The other two, maybe not as much. I think they like each other more, and that says a lot because they try to kill each other. But <laughs> they don't hate you. Yeah, but they tried to protect Bam. Yeah, I, they don't hate you as much as Rachel does, clearly. <laughs> They're just like, we are best friends after trying to kill each other. And you're kind of a little bit like, you're like eight on the list. But we're still caring about you more than the girl you think loves you. Like, just, like seriously, what the fuck did Bam do? <laughs> To piss Rachel off. Like, God, he, fuck. He loved her. Note to self, <laughs> never love a woman. Don't be a simp. Don't be a simp. <laughs> if you get nothing else out of this episode, 
That's it. Just don't be a simp. Can we now get a voice clip over that last shot where she pushes him? She's like, fucking simp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to find a gif of it and just <laughs> just just headline the the gif just fucking simp have it like flashing though with like a rainbow background oh naturally yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you know the internet see I, I don't know if i really like the story of this series but i love the characters and they're absolutely driving it forward yeah i've seen a lot of people talk about how they hate the animation in this and Watching it as, you know, an animation nerd, I'm like, it's not winning any awards. And the animation isn't fantastic. Like, I can see it. I'm not an expert animation nerd But there's a like lot you. of sequences and... that were just like, this is fun. Like, you could tell the animators have experience. They know what they're doing, and it's, it's actually pretty fluid a lot of times. There's nothing really super crazy ambitious about it by any means, but it's... It's solid. Yeah. It's it's better than Ruby Volume 1. Like, and I love Ruby. Like, like you said, it's it's not winning any awards, but it's also not, like, bottom tier. Yeah, it's got all of the fundamentals that you need to be a competent animation. And really, I, I think it's, it's passing a bar that I don't really think is that high. But some people seem to think that it should be high. And honestly, it, it looks really, really pretty at times. And I genuinely like the art style a lot more than the webcomic. No offense to the artist, but... Yeah. I just think this art style is just a lot nicer to look at, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's also well-directed. It's well-paced. I never really felt like any moments dragged on too much. And that's saying something, because there was like basically an entire training arc here that felt like it was not a training arc it felt like it was just friends learning to be friends and it kind of gave us a little bit of a positive that, image that was the training they yeah. were training you to learn to be friends so yeah i i have heard from people that this training arc did drag a bit in the comic so i liked how they handled it this time it it really did just feel like this was a nice heartwarming moment where they all get to sit around and eat together and smile and laugh and bond and do their homework together and uh it it turned into a high school anime basically yeah it felt very slice of life in these moments and even though we know that they're training to basically cheat death they they just felt like pals it, it felt really natural and normal and we all kind of forgot their statuses, too, and who they were, and I liked that a lot, and I feel like this is, like, the glorious moment we're gonna remember later down the line when it's nothing but blood and horror and terror and, oh god, why are you doing this? Just let them be happy. Some Something bad'll happen, and it'll just go to flashbacks of the training arc. I think even if they don't include flashbacks, I think the fact that we have that image... We don't even need to really see it again. We just know that this is where they started and now they're here. And I like that a lot. I think this is a really, really well-written series. And I do wish we would have had probably a 24-episode run, but I think this was a bit of a gamble on Crunchyroll's part. So hopefully we will be getting a season two soon. I have not seen I, any announcements from Crunchyroll yet, but... Yeah, um... I think there will be a season two, because it, it seems to be one of the anime this season that has gotten a lot of attention. It didn't have a lot of competition, but yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying that out of all of the webtoons that have gotten an anime announcements, this one's probably their least favorite. So this really was a gamble for Crunchyroll to start with this one. Mm -hmm. But it does have a huge following. And I really do think that as an anime adaptation, they knocked it out of the park. And I just wish I would have seen more people talking about it. Because anytime I saw anybody talk about this series, everybody's like, why is Bam such a simp? And I'm like, I get it. We've called him a simp probably a hundred times in this episode. 
So I, I get it, but he's precious, and he just gets to sit in the big boy chair while we go buy him ice cream. We'll be, we'll be right back, sweetie. Yeah. Protect, play, protect the poor naive simp. Yeah, play, play with your iPad. We'll be back. <laughs> uh, poor Bam. I love Bam. <laughs> there's just, I don't know, there's something about him that you just, you want to love. I do. Like, Look at him. Look at those eyes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way about Bam as I feel about your cat. Which one? The orange one. The, oh. The OG podcat. OG podcat, yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, OG podcat would definitely die if he was ever outside for more than 10 minutes. And he thinks he's a lot stronger than he is. And he has to constantly be reminded that he's a toothless chonk that literally can't do anything on his own. And is very, very dependent on you. And is very, very cuddly with you. <laughs> That's okay. He's my precious baby. Very needy. He's my precious baby. But I love him to bits because all you need to do is look at those eyes. Look at them. <laughs> They're so yellow. And that's exactly how I feel about Bam. I'm like, look at those eyes. Look. Uh, e even if my cat does have anime protagonist face. He absolutely has anime protagonist face. But look at that face. <laughs> look at it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Bam also has anime protagonist face. Who hurt you? <laughs> Rachel! And he hasn't figured that uh, out yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bam, we're here for you, okay? Do you need to talk? Are you okay? Did uh, she hurt you? <laughs> so, so I hope we get a second season. I want to see where this goes. Absolutely. So, hopefully we will get uh, Tower of Domestic Abuse Part 2. So... <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on the Twitter. And yes, I will keep referring to it as the Twitter. The As the Twitter? Yeah. I, I don't care if it drives you guys crazy. I don't care if you guys think that it sounds awful. It is the Twitter. Go follow us on the Twitter. Uh, Kawaii Cast Pod. Go talk to me about the things that I post there because I'm very lonely. Like, like, like when you're talking about the Pokemons? Yeah, the Pokemon. By the way, Pokemon Snap! Pokemon Snap! Pokemon, Pokemon snap. snap! There we go. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Had to throw it in there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye! Bye!